The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for the 10th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Genesis chapter 18, verses 20 to 23, where the Lord inspired Moses to write. Then the Lord said, the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The men turned away and went toward Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? My dear friends in Christ, last week in our Old Testament reading, we heard about how these three men came to visit Abraham and Sarah. The three men, one of them was the Lord himself, thinking of the Lord Jesus in his angel of the Lord appearance in Old Testament times. The other two were angels. And they came to Abraham for two reasons. The first reason was to give some wonderful news to Abraham and Sarah, to tell Abraham, the 99-year-old man, and Sarah, his 89-year-old wife, that within a year they would end up having the son that they had so longed for. They would have a son whose name would be Isaac and and his birth would be great because what God had promised Abraham is that through Isaac, through one of his descendants, the Savior would be born who would live and die and pay for the sins of all people. So that was some wonderful news. Unfortunately, though, the Lord did also have some bad news to share with Abraham. And that bad news was concerning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, their destruction because of their great wickedness, their sins against the Lord. The Lord in our reading today said, the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sins so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah, were well known for their low morals and especially for the sin of sodomy, which gets its name from the city of Sodom. This portion of scripture, which talks about homosexuality, which talks about that sin of these particular cities is, is one of the clearest portions of scripture that plainly does say what homosexuality is. It says that it is a sin, that it is not an alternate or an acceptable lifestyle according to God. As, well, well you know, so many people today say it is an acceptable lifestyle, but God doesn't say that. But now, it is a sin, well, 
Just like look at the commandments. There are so many sins that are mentioned there. But it is a sin. It's not an unforgivable sin, though. Jesus died on the cross to pay for that sin and for all sins for that matter. But when there is faith and there's resulting repentance and the God-given desire to fight against sin that's in our lives, well, then there is forgiveness in our reading. It's kind of interesting how the Lord talks. He says that he has to check to see if the situation in Sodom and Gomorrah is as bad as, as it seems. And of course, the Lord knew just exactly what was going on there. He didn't have to check it out, but with these words, he was telling us that he most certainly was going to be fair in his actions. He wouldn't judge those cities unfairly at all. But with these words, what he was largely doing is testing Abraham. Testing Abraham and working to strengthen Abraham's faith. Well, after the Lord said these words, and those two angels who were with the Lord, they went to Sodom and Gomorrah to the house of Abraham's nephew Lot to, to warn him about the coming dis destruction. But how would Abraham react to the Lord's message, his message of judgment against the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah? If we were in Abraham's shoes or sandals, we may have been tempted to respond by saying, that's great news, Lord. I'm happy to hear that you're coming down and destroying the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah because those cities are wicked. Those cities are terrible. But could you please warn Lot, my nephew Lot and his family so that they can escape before the destruction comes? If the Lord were to say to us today that he was going to destroy a city that was known for its homosexuality or, or some other sin, Oh, say the Lord was to say, I'm going to destroy this city because it's well known because of its gossip. Well, might hit a little bit home there. But if the Lord were to say he was going to destroy a city that was known for its wickedness, would we be happy or would we react like Abraham did? Now just think about what the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah had done to Lot and his relationship with Abraham had kind of helped to separate them and maybe Abraham would have said just get rid of them. But instead what Abraham had was a concern for the lost. Even the lost in the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And we'd have to say, hey, God, give us a desire, a concern for the lost like Abraham had. The Apostle Peter, he said, the Lord is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And now see, remember, God was gracious and merciful to Abraham. He selected him from all the families of the earth to be the father of his chosen people like he did. And now Abraham appreciated that grace and mercy 
And that grace and mercy that God gave to him gave Abraham also a concern for the lost. And, well, of course, without God's grace and mercy, you and I would be lost forever. But God has been gracious and merciful to us. And hopefully the fact that he was gracious and merciful to us gives us also, like Abraham, a concern for the lost. Like our Lord. Like Abraham. Let's not want anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance and to rejoice in the grace and love that you and I, by God and his grace and love, also know. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we live in a world that's filled with sin and rebellion against you. We believers also still have a sinful nature which wants us to sin and rebel against you. Please give us a concern for the lost. Give us a desire to fight against the sin that's in our lives and help us in all our efforts to share the message of your grace and love so the Holy Spirit can reach the lost and bring them into your believing family as he brought us into your believing family. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.